Hey, it's Cam. You're here. Welcome. I'm happy that you're here. But why are you here? What led you to choose this podcast? Are you aware, mindful of your intentions when doing so? Have you been aware and mindful of your intentions throughout your day so far? What I want to do here is provide something useful. And I've struggled to think of where to start because I don't just want to regurgitate facts and quotes, write instruction manuals or life hacks. I'm not a guru. I'm just trying to learn and understand. And I'm lucky enough to have the tools available to me that allow me to share those learnings with you. Share them in ways that are relevant, personal, practical. The following conversation will hopefully serve as an introduction of sorts, the beginnings of a framework, a mental model, an exploration of practical, integrative philosophies and meditative practices that can be applied to everyday living. Some of these concepts can be slow to take hold in the mind. As adaptive as we are, as adaptive as our minds are, the desensitization that arises as a symptom of modern-day life can make it hard for things to stick in, or hard to impress, difficult to inspire, quick to pass judgment, not on others, on ourselves. As we see the best in other people and we see the worst in ourselves and our mind gets stuck wandering in the hazy landscape between where we were and where we want to be, but the mind rarely shows up to where we are, where our feet are. And it's incredible, really, just how far the mind can travel when left unsupervised. Where is yours now? Is it traveling in a direction of your choosing? When you command that your mind return to where you are now, does it listen? Are you the master of it, or is it the master of you? We've been gifted with information in such a way that it has stolen our attention. And our desensitization to abundance has left a, a dullness to its sheen. Something hollowed out, constantly fed but never satisfied. Misery is amplified by algorithms, twisted by trends, funneled into our being through subtle manipulations of the mind. And that's what much of this is, to be honest. Manipulation. The recognition that there are forces at play fashioned to govern your mind, install perimeter fencing around the essence of your consciousness, confine it and condemn it to never experience that which it is itself. Limitless. And suffering is where philosophy began, religion began, attempts to rationalize misery, to interpret and polish it until it reflects within the thinker an experience rich in beauty and love. The harvesting of joy out of grounds churned by turmoil, coated in awareness. It is the way. The way a budding plant emerges from the ash of a forest fire. The way that trickling water erodes its way through granite. The way that life proceeds, adapts, and surrenders to that which has no name. It is the space between thoughts, between a stimulus and a response. 
an essence born of symbiotic frictions and opposing forces, the essence of, of now, of you, of the space in which it all occurs. But these are just concepts for now. And maybe they feel hollow to you. Pretty words, maybe, but something useful? Practical? Integrative? No. They're just thoughts on a page, yet to be connected. And in the practice of meditation and philosophy, we will come across some recurring themes. Attention, awareness, observance, perspective, acceptance, surrender. A connection to something greater than oneself. The divinity. These are notions and concepts that have remained in the undercurrent of human understanding since their recorded beginnings. They're tools that, once explored, understood and made relevant, can be applied and integrated in such a way that we become the artist, the brush and the canvas, become the creator of this reality, our reality, creator of life instead of the recipient. Over the next few weeks, we will be exploring the many forms of meditation, the ancient philosophies applicable to modern daily existence, and the neurobiological foundation that makes all of this possible. There will be no quick hacks, but there will be expedited processes, as we have the abundance of information available to us. The problem isn't that we don't know where it is. The problem is that there's almost so much that we get suffocated by it. We use information and statistics as their own form of barrier to action. I can't do this until I know everything about it. But you'll never have all the information. You'll never have everything you need. Everything you think you need to act. And rarely will you see all the way through. But can you see the first step? And that's what this is about. When I discuss meditative practices and philosophies, I aim to do so in a way that paints the world around it, gives it relevancy, as unless something is relevant to you, it's not going to be very useful, not going to be very helpful. So over the next few weeks, we're going to be really unpacking things like awareness, surrender, acceptance, letting go, turning them from words into utilities, prescriptions, ways to navigate and thrive in this existence. Ways that we can harvest more joy from this life, turn turmoil into success, grow through what we go through. We'll talk about Buddhism, neuroscience, the convergence of ancient history and and modern learnings, and do so in a way that fosters growth for all of us. I'm looking forward to this. I hope you are too. This, this might be helpful. King Lazy Eye, take it away. Get in and end here. Treat my fucking body like a landfill. Climbing up a mountain.